Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. What do you know about this? Oh, you'll love it. Up and under. How does she do that? That's a kind of a shot that a winner takes and a winner makes. She can do it right there. She put it in. She put it in. She got it. The goal delivers again. I don't dance for free. Welcome to Buckets. This is Action Network's basketball betting podcast presented by BetMGM. I'm Maria Marino. So happy to be back with Action Network writer Jim Turvey at TurveyBets on Twitter slash X slash the Action app. Jim, good to have you back. I hope you had a, a nice trip away. I did. It was it was great to, you know, kind of semi-remove for a bit, uh, you know, kind of watch games. Like I said, I, I paid attention. I was watching games kind of more from the fan perspective than the betting perspective. Just get like kind of a reset, you know, kind of zoom out, kind of be able to do that big picture thing that, you know, I think it's really hard to kind of not get lost in the nitty gritty sometimes. So um, and plus, it's just fun to watch the games without a little bit of action sometimes. So uh, I'm excited to be back, though. And uh, we're, we, we've got some fun series here to attack. So uh, I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, hopefully that fresh perspective serves us well today. You said it, uh, semifinals are well underway. And, you know, I love betting game twos. I'm not so much into betting game ones. I I like to kind of sit back and see what happens in the first game of each series and then, uh, you know, kind of figure out what the narrative might be for game two. I'm big on motivational spots. Uh, So let's get right into it. We have the Sun at Liberty, Game 2, 8 Eastern on ESPN. You already know by now, if you're listening, the Suns stole Game 1, 78-63. This was a season low in points for the Liberty, 63 points. Um, Season low in shooting percentage as well, 33.8%. Sandy Brundello called this their worst game of the season. I would have to agree. Um, You know, I, I wasn't too shocked, Jim, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm shocked a little bit that they lost, but I kind of knew this was going to be a dogfight, uh, just because. Look, I mean, Connecticut—they're—they're they're hungry. They're so motivated. I mean, they lost to the Liberty four times in the regular season, so you know it, it's kind of tough to win to win all five in a row. Uh, no excuses for the Libs, though. Um, I'm a little hesitant to bet the spread of this game. Um, it was Liberty favored by eight and a half. Looks like a little bit of money is coming in on that side and they are now 
uh, favored by nine and a half. I don't really love that number, even though um, the Libs after a loss are six and two ATS. Four of those six wins uh, were double digit covers. But what do you think? Yeah, I think, well, I think it's a, like you said, you love diving into these game twos. I'm kind of right there with you. I, I, I think there's a lot to be said for, you know, kind of projecting out a game one and kind of being like, oh, I think this player, um, you know, might match up well, or this player, you know, might not get as many minutes. But then when you get to see the game one, you get to actually see it and you get to bring in some of those, you know, motivational factors, like you were saying. Um, and I think it's, it's interesting that both of these games for tonight opened up with the same spreads and totals that the game ones opened up with. So the books think that, you know, they, they saw their game ones and they're pretty confident with what the, the closing line was, um, for those, for those first game ones as we head into game two. As you noted, the, the Liberty have taken a little bit of money. I think part of that might be this kind of like zigzag playoff theory that, you know, in, in, in post seasons, we often see, uh, a team that's trailing in the series, you know, they do have that extra push. They do have a little bit of that. It's starting to get baked into some of these lines. So I'm kind of with you on um, not loving anything on the spread here. Um, I lean a little bit towards the Liberty, uh, I think, as you do as well. Um, but I also lean a little bit towards the under, which makes me a little bit scared to lay double-digit points. Um, that This first game was really slow. It was played at incredibly yeah. slow-paced, uh, the slowest pace of any of the the games that these two teams met met up during the season. I think that does play into the Sun hands. Um, so I'll be curious to see, you know, if the Liberty are able to speed things up. Um, and I, I, to, to me, the biggest factor, and you know, this is groundbreaking news, the biggest factor is Stewie. I mean, she, yeah. she really hasn't looked entirely herself the last couple of weeks. I think it's a very, I think it's a blip on the radar type of thing. If you look at the the bigger picture, Stewie is not one who's struggled in the postseason. In fact, she has been incredible in the postseason for large chunks of her career. So uh, what I'm looking at is, is her point prop. Um, it's in at 22 and a half, which is you know, right around her season average. Um, but what I'm, what I'm eyeing here is, so last game she shot just 28% from, from the field. Um, so in the eight games in which the, uh, in which she shot 30% or worse from the field this season. She followed those up with 45 points, 28 points, 24 points, 25 points, 25 points. Then she did have a 12 and a 10, but then 27. So she usually comes back off of these really strong. And, you know, it's not like she wasn't getting looks in game one. In game one, she got, you know... Uh, 25 got, I think was her yeah, field goal I, I didn't have the exact uh, number in front of me so yeah, yeah she got a lot of field goal attempts up she got eight threes up it's not as if you know I think AT is a great defender but I don't think her biggest strength actually is kind of chasing around a fellow big on the perimeter you know some of her strengths are kind of you know recovery quickness her strength in the post her hands and ball hawking but none of that makes me think Stewie's going to go 0 for 8 from 3 again and if you just give her, you know, two of those three, if you give her one of those threes, she's at 22 and she's right yeah. at the number base right there, another one, and she's she's clearing it. I think they're going to look to establish her a lot more. I think she's going to know this is, you know, we you can't go down 0-2 in, the, in a five-game series headed to Connecticut. So uh, I think I think Stewie's really going to be be locked in. And so I, I like that over 22 and a half. Um, on the flip side of it, I think AT, Alyssa Thomas, um, I might wait, be looking wait, at her. Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> hop in, hop in. Did I respond about Stewie first? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Sorry, being traffic controller. Um, no, I just, I, I obviously really like the plague because of everything that you said, and uh, I think that it's not just like you know the the team establishing Stewie. Like, I think she just needs to force the issue a little bit more from the tip. I think she was letting the game come to her a little bit, and that shooting percentage. Um, 
I think is a little misleading too, only because I mean it wasn't good, like regardless, but like you could tell late in the game she just started chucking because she was forcing yeah. trying to get something going. Um, but yeah, O of eight from three is so uncharacteristic. Although I will note that in the playoffs thus far, like she didn't shoot particularly well against Washington either. No. Um, so I have her at um, just over 27% from the field so far in three games. But that being said, um, I, I agree with everything else. Um, it's just really hard to keep her down for long. And um, she knows the the need she knows she knows the need and the, yeah. and the desperation of this so um i uh I, i'm with you there i just wanted to chime in really quick but please no no absolutely absolutely <laughs> well and I'll, I'll i'll follow up to your point really briefly just in noting that in those so i referenced eight games in which yeah. stewie shot under uh 30 from the 30 or under from the field um in those bounce back games they're also seven and one the liberty in those games so i mean they're, they're a strong team anyways but i do think that you know when she puts her her first foot forward and really kind of like is looking to attack early. That only means good things for the Liberty. So you know, I'm not Mr. Same game parlay, but if you want to, you want to do a, a Stewie and Liberty tied together, I think Ooh. those two are, are hand in hand for this game. So um, cool. yeah, just to swing back to AT really quick. So I, that's, this is kind of the flip side and this is kind of where I'm looking, you know, sometimes if, if a game is I'm leaning under, I will kind of try to find a, a player prop that I, I like the under on more. Um, and this is one where, so Alyssa Thomas, I've highlighted her points against the Liberty before as a potential underspot. Um, so in her five games against the Liberty this season, she scored 5, 11, 22, 8, 8. So she's gotten under this 60 and a half, like easily four of the five games. Um, part of that is the Liberty defense. Um, they have the best field goal percentage defense on two point attempts in the league. And Alyssa Thomas isn't, isn't taking threes. Um, yeah. We saw from in that first game that, you know, they do have a little bit of uh, a hard time kind of closing out on those threes. They, they gave up, you know, way too many open looks to, to Beck Allen and, and some of those other shooters that the Sun mm-hmm. have. But inside the arc, you know, they have some of the best interior defense in the league. Um, her field goal attempts also go down a little bit against um, the Liberty, about one per game. That also includes an overtime game, so it's even like a little bit more than, than one a game. Uh, I think she's pretty content to be in the facilitator role and kind of, you know, kick out to those those shooters that they have from beyond the arc. So um, I, I think this number is high at 16 and a half. So I'm going to be looking at um, the under on, on her points in this game Um Again, unfortunately, I don't think you can. I can. I couldn't find a book where you could weave the um, the under into a same game parlay. But this is the type of game that I do think kind of has a script to it. That like you know, if if Stewie is scoring, that's good for Liberty. If AT is not scoring, that's probably closer to the under. So some of these things that you those are those are going to be tied together at the book. The book understands that, but maybe even more so than than the their little uh, algorithm will will tell them. So yeah, interesting. And uh, on a side note, I. I do wonder, like, you know, Beck Allen, is she going to shoot as well as <laughs> she did in game one? Yeah. Or even like Natisha Heideman. It, it yeah. just seems like, um, look, Dewana Bonner, you kind of expect. she She's really, I think, underrated as a scorer, uh, if that's possible. Uh, but one other um, prop that I was kind of interested in, I haven't fully made up my mind on it yet, but was looking at uh, Jonquil Jones' rebounding total at nine and a half. Um, and the the reason I thought of it is because, look, you need Jonquil Jones to get a double-double. Um, that seems to be like part of the Liberty's winning formula. And um, in fact, last game was the first time this season that 
JJ got a double double and they did not win the game. Um, so they are 14 and one in those scenarios. Wow. They were previously 14 and zero uh, when JJ got a double double. So that is something um, I would just take a take a look at, and um, I I wonder about. I'm, I'm a little tempted about that that parlay. Uh, that you mentioned with um, maybe maybe Libs winning, maybe Stewie over points, you know, because we we mentioned like game two versus game one, and when the trailing team, you know, do you want to do you want to hit them, and especially when that team that's trailing is the favorite and is yeah. the, been the better team throughout the season. We talk about that a lot in NBA postseason. This would typically be what we would call like a hammer spot. Yeah. I'm just a little bit I'm just a little bit nervous about just the spread um maybe that's just my my liberty fandom being being paranoid but um well can i can i tack on that yes. really quick i'll just say that john paul has cleared this number easily in in all three of these playoff games and i do think that there's i, I really like that as a third piece if you go stewie points jj okay. rebounds liberty i'm with you on being nervous <laughs> about the spread so maybe like buy a point or two i don't typically yes. love that but you're already gonna yeah. have a long number if you have you know three plays all put together so Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I think I think there's a little something there. I like that a lot. Buckets is presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $1,500 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet loses. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. We got another game to talk about. Uh, Wings at Aces, 10 Eastern on ESPN. Aces uh, favored by 10 and a half. And, you know, I think they were favored. I think at last check they were favored by 10 um, going into the last game. You know, they win handily. Now they get 10 and a half. Um, Aces won the game 97-83. I'm, I'm going to just come right out and say I'm leaning wings plus the points here. Um, I, I haven't. I'm hoping I'm going to pull the trigger here after this pod. But <laughs> I, um, I just think that the wings. They they played a they just played a really bad game. I mean, it was a yeah. really off night for Enrique. I think she had twelve points. Um, they let the Aces get twenty one points off of just twelve turnovers, uh, which is pretty wild. I think Kelsey Plum can be a little streaky. She had a really good game one. Like I could see her maybe regressing a bit. And then Asia's been Asia. I mean, she's been amazing. I think she scored what was it thirty four thirty plus. She scored. Um, but I just don't like, I'm, I'm waiting to see the aces face like a little bit of adversity or a little bit of something not going their way. Um, I still think they're going to win the game, but if, if there's going to be a time in this series where they, they hit a little bit of that, where they have to battle through and everything's not just going their way, I think it's going to be tonight. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I I am not exactly on the wing spread, but I'm kind of my, the bet that I have is kind of a similar one. So I'm going with the Aces team total under 93 and a half. So 
it's always, uh, you know, a little sus to be betting against this team and this this <laughs> offense in particular. But there's just a couple signs that, that make me think that this point total might drop a little bit from game one to game two. So in game one, you mentioned they scored 97 points. So they did clear it. But the actual pace of the game was slower than some of their previous matchups this season, um, as well as both teams' actual just pace for the season, which is interesting because they are usually two pretty fast-paced teams. Um, but that's typical of the postseason. In the postseason, things typically do slow down a little bit. We see pace go down and field goal percentage go down a little bit. Um, and it's that field goal percentage part that interestingly went way up last game, um, especially for the Aces. So um, they shot 7% better from three than they did in the regular season. And, you know, Asia went 15 of 21 from inside the arc. So, you know, either of those factors come back to, you know, what we're expecting. And now we're right around that 93 point, right right below, right under. Um, you also mentioned the the points off turnovers. Uh, that's about four points higher than their season average, um, which again, you know, shaved four points off. We're now hitting that under. Um, they made all 13 of their free throws. Um, they got 10 offensive rebounds against a Wings team that's actually one of the better rebounding teams in the league. That's, you know, about two rebounds higher per game. Again, that's like maybe four points. There's a lot of different ways that this can, you know, we shave off a point or two here or there. Um, there's also the potential for a blowout. This game stayed close the entire time through. So the Aces played their starters the entire time. And so they did, you know, that, that number crept over right at the very end. But I think you and I see this as a closer game, but you know, it, it, there's many ways to, to win bets and you want to, you want to hit, have as many different outs as possible. That's that's another possible game script. You know, the Aces just jump all over them. This is over in the first half, and, you know, they're sitting people in the fourth. So um, the only thing I'll add to that uh, is I, I might even look to live bet this because uh, the Aces have been a team that really puts up impressive totals in the first half. So if you're watching this and, you know, they're making a lot of threes again, you mentioned um, – Kelsey being streaky from three. Jackie Young was also five of six from three last game. Um, so if they're once again kind of hitting a lot of threes, but maybe the pace is slow and, you know, it's like they're once again due for regression. I know it's kind of scary if you like just keep seeing these threes go in to, to bet on them eventually not going in. But um, I might do a little bit at the start of the game and then also be looking to, to, to tack on around half because um, I, I see this being more like, you know, 90, 85 kind of range um, for a game closer a little bit lower scoring for the Aces, but I'm, I'm pretty much in lockstep with you on on this being what well, I think should be a really fun game too and, and pretty closely contested. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I, I think it's time, you know, and I think I think the Dallas Wings, um, they're they're definitely a better team than they than they showed in yeah, game yeah. one. We want to see a closer game, and yeah, like I just need. I just need it. Like I need, I need a little bit. Like I need the Aces to like look, uh, look beatable. Um, you know, they they absolutely, uh, you know, crushed the Chicago Sky in round one. They had an entire week of rest, uh, which they obviously don't this time around. Um, I I do think the Wings are. Um, we've talked about it all season. They're dangerous. They can get hot. Um, they're they've been pretty well coached. So you know, I'm 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 counting on them to bring it here in game two. Whether that's a win. I'm not I'm not super confident, but um I think they can definitely put up a fight. Well uh, I kinda wanna see what, what Satu Sable can show us in game two. She, you know, she is the winner of the most approved play of the year, very deserved, incredible player. Yeah. I think one of those things where she the we haven't caught up to like how good she really actually is. Um and she didn't really show in game one. She had kind of a mediocre game one, especially in a game where it seemed like the Aces kind of wanted to have her be the one to beat them. They threw some smaller matchups at her. I'd love to see her kind of take advantage of that and really kind of show off the player that she has become. I, I think she will. I think she's one of the best players in the league now. And I think 
uh, I, I'd really be looking at her as, as a player to maybe stand out here in game two. Um, you know, Arike is the, the big name and she's, she's going to have her moments for sure. But I think Satu is the one who maybe is going to drive uh, a wings closer game. If, if she's really in, really locked in on, on both ends, that that's going to be a big factor for them sticking around. Look, it's the playoffs. Uh, you, you can't expect every game for the better team to coast. It's got to it's got to get a little gritty. Uh, that that's what I'm hoping for tonight. Thank you so much for listening to Buckets and Jim Turvey. Thank you for joining us. We missed you. Um, good to have you back. Make sure you follow Jim at Turvey Bets on our award-winning action app. Also, be sure to rate and review this podcast. You could win action swag. Jim, thanks again. Thanks so much for having me. It's, it's great to be back. Hopefully, we, we started off with a, a winning day here. Let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.